1: I feel good!
2: Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKinneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Reviewed Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I'm your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue.
0: And I'm running the board tighter than a drum. My name is Matt Knotts.
2: Good afternoon, Matt Knotts, or evening, or whatever time of day it is where you are.
0: It's a fucking dead of night.
2: <laughs> it, it is currently 9.37, uh, because uh Shaboy... McKenneth had some uh, issues with his piece of shit iMac, as per usual. That's what happens when we don't record in our usual manner for a month or so. Has
0: it hasn't been that long?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because it was the the episode, uh, the second Sam Adams one was the last one we did at home. Ah, oh, right. And last time we were with uh with Fuckboy. Oh. Professional fuckboy Chris Lindstrom.
0: I'm sure he'll be excited to hear that.
2: <laughs> Professional soy beta cuck, Chris Christ. Lindstrom. Uh, my favorite soy beta cuck, Chris Lindstrom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, speaking of things that, uh, that I love, um, we have a great show planned this evening tonight, Matt.
0: Oh, thank God for that.
2: After seemingly an endless supply of of beers that were not for me or for you or for apparently anyone,
0: no, that's not true. I, I liked all but one of the uh, the beverages we had on the last show. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I, I liked the ch- okay. okay. I, I liked all the Rheingeist stuff. Right, time.
0: the Rheingeist was good.
2: Everything else was dog shit. Um,
0: Pretentious barrel but, was good.
2: Yeah. If we go back to. I mean, it wasn't
0: really your move. Yeah. The Sam Adams stuff was fucking piss water. Mingan. That was dog shit. Let's never do that again.
2: Never, never again. Never, never. Um, tonight, we have something that I've been talking to you outside of the podcast for, I don't know. I think since before we even started, it was like, when are we going to get to this one? When are we going to get to this one? Yeah, probably. And now finally, uh, just after Valentine's day, we are going to get to it here. Um, bells out of,
1: uh,
2: out of Michigan bells brewing. Put out a special little package uh, just in time for Valentine's Day. It's the it's the Bell's uh, box of hearts. Box of hearts. Yeah. Box of hearts. Box of hearts. I, I can't wait to.
0: Comstock, to, Michigan.
2: Comstock, Michigan. I can't wait to see what this is all about. Yeah, that's going to. be um, fun. Let, Let's tell the folks a little bit about what, what we got going on here. Um, all right. All s- right. Yeah, you you you're you're a smarter person than me.
0: Oh, that's Go. not true at all. So this is a no, it's really not a variety box that you would take to like a, a big game uh, with four different variations on the uh, the vaunted two-hearted ale. Uh, voted best beer by Zymergy magazine a couple years ago which is the one for home brewers mm-hmm. uh, so there's three different variations along with the OG two hearted there's light hearted cold hearted and what's the third one
2: oh that would be black hearted Matt
0: yep so it's a black IPA a cold IPA which I believe is what we're calling India pale lagers at this point Mm. Um, a light hearted, which is a, what is it?
2: That is a, a, a light beer version.
0: 3.7%. About
2: half- Oh, we're going to clip that. <laughs> huh? Cause, cause the light hearted is the, uh, the strongest beer that we've ever tried. It is a full 37% Matt.
0: Oh, I guess. I, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess I don't see the decimal.
2: Wait, it's, there's a decimal.
0: It's dark in here. Oh,
2: so so it's it's like thirty seven point nine percent.
0: Yes, thirty nine
2: percent. Oh, it's three point seven, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's literally the weakest beer we've ever done.
0: Yeah, for now.
2: Okay, but I'm still looking forward to trying it. Uh, <laughs> parting the kimono for a moment here. You, um, lighthearted is the only one of these that I have not drank so far. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't
0: bring yourself to it
2: uh generally speaking i'm not a big old fan of the uh, the light beers i see uh as an abv chaser
0: you uh, need like 3.7 um I, i've
2: i've caught more of a buzz chasing flies
0: mm, i see what you did there because flies buzz those are bees if they're buzzing those are bees
2: I've caught more of a buzz chasing bees. There it is. There's the get. <laughs> you can, you can drop in the, uh, the crowd applause. Dot it, what, wav. Is it this one? Or is no. it this one? That's the one. Okay. Got it. That's the one that makes me happy right here. Gotcha. In my Sesame street sign. Hmm. So let's, uh, let's grab, I don't know why you just pointed it into your butthole uh because that's where my sesame street sign is kept let's let's grab the lighthearted let's do
0: full disclosure this bottle has been sitting out on my desk for like three hours while McKenneth has gotten his shit together so who knows how cold
2: it is uh mine has been sitting in the uh patented brj cooler uh so it's nice and crisp And I I was not able to find my normal bottle opener. So I'm using the uh, promotional giveaway from bad grandpa. Ah, uh, the battery of which is very dead. So did it
0: just like yell Johnny Knoxville laughs or what?
2: Um, it it was like lines from the movie, but now it just kind of goes.
0: Oh, my brother had a Pee Wee Herman doll that did the same thing.
2: Nice. It's kind of weird. Now i'll tell you this much um
0: aromatic balanced and incredibly easy drinking this locale ipa has 110 calories yet all the heart and heart is spelled with a capital h so i can only imagine that that's a deity of some kind mm-hmm.
2: um I, I i still don't smell so good because of the covid and the lack of showering. but this uh this one smells pretty good to me good From what I can tell.
0: Did you lose your sense of smell with COVID? Yeah. Did you have one to start with?
2: Yeah. Mm. I mean, you wouldn't know it. No. From the way that I generally went about. I mean, I'm like a... I'm like a Comic-Con attendee most of the time. Yeah,
0: you are a bottle of breeze and a free hug sign away. Mm. Yeah. I might have COVID because I don't know what that tasted like.
2: Oh, really? That could also just be that it doesn't taste like much of anything. Yeah. Yeah, it seems a little watery. Yeah, it's watery. It's got a little bit of a bitter back end. Ah, bitter back end. But other than that. I
0: saw them open for uh, Human Waste Project in the late 90s.
2: (laughs) Um. Honestly, other than the uh, the bitterness on the back end of this one, there's not a lot to report. No. It really, for all intents and purposes, it it tastes like somebody took a batch of two-hearted ale and and dumped a bunch of water in it.
0: Yeah, it's a dry hopped Coors Light.
2: Yeah, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but I'm not um, at it. But I, I wouldn't buy a six pack of this by any stretch. But I will, I will relieve you, Matt, and and let you know that it it gets much better from here.
0: <laughs> well, that's good to hear.
2: And he's already yawning.
0: Oh man, I am exhausted.
2: I understand. I been- We're starting very late, and and you have to start very early tomorrow. So we will we will move as quickly as possible through these. Watch, I'm I'm going to make I'm going to do a magic trick, Matt. <laughs>
0: Where'd you put that pencil?
2: Oh, I put it in that guy's eye. <clears throat> uh, okay, that beer's gone.
0: Great job. Good <sighs> job.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know that that's the uh, three point six ranchcheon of uh, of beers. Yeah, it's fine not great, not terrible.
0: That's fine. Bonus points for saying runchin.
2: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Oh boy, there it is. There it is. I'm gonna. Oh, I, I'm there's gonna... there's your special boy. Well, yeah that that's that's the first time I've been yeah. disappointed by something in the that came out of this box, man. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this, this carries all the energy I have right now. Mm-hmm. It's this.
1: All right, I, got and I got one more question. Um, I'm a student of print journalism, and I just wanted to know uh, what advice do you have for uh, uh, young people coming up into the field? Like, I, A lot of uh, for prof- professors are telling us how hard it is to get into the field at first. They're just like, no, since you're in the field, do you have any advice on that? For instance, experience, is that important? Uh-huh. Sure. Is that, is that probably the most important uh, element? Well, it's way up there. It's way up there? Anything anything else? Anything are you you do? Pressure on the fire. Mm-hmm. Done this before. I don't want it to be his first uh, surgery. Okay. Applied himself well. hmm these are things I'd have confidence in, a young MD. Okay. I'm talking about journalism field. I'm lost. What do you mean? The journalism, like, I'm a student of journalism at a college, and I was just wondering the most important aspect of getting into journalism, not the medical field. I think you're exhausted. From 30 nights I am exhausted from 30 nights no no person even those of us who are superhuman those of us with uh, Herculean appetites for the diverse and the bizarre even those of us who uh, have shown an aptitude to uh, to uh, fight the good fight and stay the good long battle even those of us can get tired and your boy is tired after 30 consecutive nights I have a half hour to go and I'm gonna do that half hour because I'm a pro that's what pro Pros do. I'm a professional. Look it up in the book. Okay. That's what we do. We're pros. We're never rude. We don't cop out. We don't tell you that we're ill or that we're looking for the farmhouse in the middle of the desert.
0: I'm a professional. Forty days, and forty nights. The appetites for the diverse and the divide. That's how I'm feeling right now. Did you enjoy that? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. I made him go away. It's my show now. Oh my God. I am re-energized by the fact that I can't hear McKenneth anymore. Oh It's such a breath of fresh air. What am I going to do with all this power? Oh, well, I guess I can talk about other things that are interesting to me. I don't know what those would be. Um, uh, kittens and whiskers on kittens and... I think I hear him. I think he's back.
2: Am I back? I think he's back. Oh. He's back. He's back, folks, and he's pouring a second beer.
0: Appetites for the diverse and the divine.
2: Boy, howdy. That one fizzed right up on me.
0: Hey, you know what? I'm going to go pour that one, too.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: Just vamp for me for a while while I go grab that beer.
2: Okay. I I can definitely do that. I can take care of that. Um, yeah. Uh, well, folks, it's, uh, it's a a big night in the little city. Um, and everybody's having a a good time and we're just gonna, we're gonna get through this. Uh, And if you can't be there with me, then I don't need you. And, and I, oh god oh god I'm, I'm i'm dying these are the
0: things i D- look for at a
2: young oh, MD. god oh he's back did you enjoy that oh thank goodness uh did i enjoy what matthew the larry king oh was that larry king
0: that was larry king
2: that was what i was trying to ask you when you couldn't hear me yeah
0: that was larry king
2: uh that actually makes a lot of sense now yeah um
0: it's one of my favorite things ever
2: you know what's one of my favorite things ever matt
0: having an appetite for diverse and divine
2: no i was going to say uh, uh two-hearted ale uh
0: oh did you open two-hearted yeah oh okay well you talk which about one that, did then. you open cold-hearted mm. that's all right i'll go open the two-hearted okay here keep vamping the two-farted keep vamping
2: well, here's the thing about a, a, a two-hearted ale, uh, American IPA. Um, I first had this beer somewhere around, I don't know, summer of 2019. And at that point, it was far into uh, all of the, the crazy IPAs that had gotten into the the juicy uh citrusy IPAs and and this was more of an old school West Coast piney bitter sort of joint uh but also just very easygoing uh it, it's it's not an in-your-face IPA. I agree. This is this is a, an airport restaurant IPA.
0: Yeah I I'd say so. I think this is uh you'll usually see this on tap next to a uh, all day IPA
2: Yeah, this one reminds me of a hoppier Boston lager before they turned it into dog shit.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, I got a two-hearted ale once at a wrestling show at the Pastime Athletic Center in Syracuse, which is the very definition of a super towny bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, Josh and I ordered one of those, and the bartender looked at us and went, Ah, you guys drink the fancy shit, huh?
2: <laughs> it's like I mean, this is like entry level fancy shit.
0: Yeah. And it was like $4 for a pint of it. It was great.
2: Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. It it's a very well-balanced IPA that is not clobbering you over the head with anything. It's true. Um, it's true. It, it's just straight down the middle. And 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 I talked uh, straight through you not attempting the the bottle copy. So let's well, let's my, pause and, and let you do your thing.
0: My bottle copy is a little fucked up, so this is what I'm gonna go with. Okay, brewed with 100% centa- uh, hops. This Bell's American IP, named after the Maj- uh, hearted River in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, bursting hop aromas ranging from pine to grapefruit and perfectly balanced with the malted backbone this beer is well suited for adventures everywhere See,
2: I feel like that's about right
0: if you'd like to know why that that's
2: <laughs> yeah mine's mine's in a little bit better shape
0: no it's not it's all pixelated
2: ah. um, but uh, I yeah, like that I we're doing
0: visual sure. jokes for no one <laughs>
2: yes those visual podcast jokes.
0: Podcasting.
2: Podcasting. Always a good decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Peter Mayhew, but I love this beer. And I don't get it enough.
0: Peter Mayhew? Mm-hmm. Was it the beard?
2: Eh. <laughs> it's not the height. hmm
0: He was a skinny man, too.
2: Eh, I was going to let you do that one, and you did not disappoint. Yeah. I mean, we're both men of carriage.
0: Yeah, but Peter Mayhew was not.
2: No. He was a tall, thin man.
0: Mm -hmm. With a lightsaber cane. Here comes Wallace and Kara.
2: Hi, Wallace. Hi, Kara. Oh, Kara's making a cameo.
0: Cameo, Kara.
2: And there she is. How much does she charge for those?
0: Five dollars.
2: Oh, that's a surprisingly reasonable cameo rate.
0: Yeah, we're broke now. That's the entire budget for the
2: budget for just budget. Should we just start doing the show at like two in the morning when you're like super punchy? <laughs> Uh, uh,
0: Forty days I've been broadcasting. 40 days. Forty
2: days. So, Matt, I'm thinking about getting into the podcasting field, and I was just wondering what what sort of um, what sort of advice you'd have for um, somebody looking uh, to get into podcasting. Uh,
0: I'm looking for uh, yeah, strength, uh, grace under pressure, uh, ability to think on the feet. Uh, those are the qualities I look for in a uh,
2: young MD. I gotcha. Um, But I'm asking about podcasting. Um, Perhaps I should have attended your uh, beginner podcasting seminar at the Ironequate Public Library this past weekend.
0: You should have, because I I was actually conscious at that point and uh, (laughs) could have had a, a cogent discussion. Um. Yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. I I, I kind of know what I'm doing on podcasting stuff if it's daylight and I haven't spent all my brain power at 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 our at, at my day job.
2: Yeah, there there is that. Um Yeah, I I really wanted to be at that, but life um finds a way. Yes life finds a way to make things that I want to do not happen occasionally. Uh And that was one of them (laughs) because God knows I could use the lesson.
0: It's true. No, it's not. You're actually a better broadcaster than I am. Most of the time. I
2: don't think that's true. Yeah. Uh, On our last episode, you, you described our, our dynamic. (laughs) And in the moment, I didn't have a chance to say that, um, so now I'm I'm being sincere. Um,
0: oh, is this gonna be like some Jerry Lewis uh, Telethon shit?
2: No, this is gonna be more like uh, the uh, the Jerry Lewis um, the clown day. Who... The clown cried. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the day gonna,
2: Clown great shit.
0: That's gonna be able to come out next year, and I'm very excited.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Was it like not oh, nobody can release it until after I've been done for you? Was that Borat? What was that? Uh, it, it was I was trying for Jerry Lewis and it, I, it didn't happen.
0: Missed it by that much.
2: By that much.
0: <clears throat> yeah. How lady? No, it's still Borat. That's still Borat. My wife. Oh, there he is. There's Jerry Lewis. I even anyway, say nice things about me.
2: So yeah, you said something along the lines of "I'm the host and you're some guy that just pushes buttons," and I don't think that's the case.
0: Well, I appreciate that.
2: I I always describe y- us as uh, co-hosts.
0: Aw, thank you for like I don't me
2: to I don't say I am the host and you're the co-host. I say no. that we are co-hosts.
0: We are even. Yes. That, oh, that means a lot, bud thanks I agree with that statement although I do think that you're the funnier of the two of us
2: I I also agree but that's the dynamic that we settled upon that I would be the funny man and you'd be the straight man
0: it's true like all good comedy teams (laughs) Abbott and Costello Laurel and Hardy Sacco and Vanzetti
2: Wallace and Sean
0: inconceivable one guy I've just popped with that reference (laughs) and it wasn't my partner
2: no I actually didn't hear what you said
0: Sacco and Vanzetti (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) see what a difference being able to hear what the fuck you're saying makes
0: (laughs) it's the rule of threes I gave you two comedy teams
2: yeah I like uh, that Thanks The Alien and Sedition Act <laughs> <laughs> That was them, right? Yeah I, Okay
0: pr- Probably Ask the history teacher I don't know
2: uh, uh, Yeah Mrs. Bianchi If you're listening
0: Ah, uh, So uh, So too farted
2: Too farted um, um, I think it's a lovely beer
0: Me too I do enjoy it great, greatly A great bit
2: it's it's everything i liked in a uh in a boston lager with uh a hoppier punch but it, it listen folks if if you're listening to this and you've got a friend who's like oh craft beer sucks boo give them a two hearted ale and give them a you know and watch things happen
0: yeah they'll probably say it tastes like monkey piss but then you can finish their beer that they won't drink
2: Yeah, exactly. And then give them, I don't know, like a fucking Sitmo or uh, the Surge or something. And they'll be like, oh, it tastes like uh, citrus. That's very nice.
0: Very nice. Very evil.
2: Very nice. Very evil. I can't believe he's with AEW now. That's such great news. It's the best news. (laughs) I know it's like way too soon, but like I find myself walking down the toy aisle at Target like looking at the uh, AEW section to see if there's a Danhausen yet.
0: I'm getting excited because it's getting to the point where, like, wrestlers I've had conversations with have action figures now. Mm-hmm. And it blows my goddamn mind.
2: Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I you know, I, I've, I think, told the story about the time I almost met uh, John Huber yeah. on the podcast before. Yes. Um, And, like, you know, that was at a point in my life where I didn't give any shits about wrestling. So I just sort of let him be and all the people in the gym were bugging him. Yeah. And then I just texted Brian to be like, Hey, is your friend John in, in town? Um, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, why? I'm like, he's at my gym. Um, but then, you know, I would see like toys of Luke Harper and stuff. Cause this, he was still with, uh, WWE at that point. Yeah. Um, and I'd be like, Oh, I, I, Saw that guy. That guy. I saw that guy. But like, but yeah,
0: yeah. The, the orange Cassidy action figure always blows my mind.
2: <laughs> yeah. D- does it come with the, you know, thumb?
0: I think he's got a replaceable hand. Yeah, he's got to.
2: I got to get me one of those. But
0: yeah, it just trips me out because, you know weird little VFW halls in the middle of the Lehigh Valley is, is where we'd see him all the time. And now he's got action figures.
2: Yeah. Well, and it, it'll be weird to own an action figure of Dan house. And when it's like, Oh, that guy uh, did a promotional video for my film festival.
0: Yeah. I spent three hours texting with him one night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that guy I talked to. Oh, I, I own him now. That's that <laughs> If I stick pins in it, he'll feel hurt.
0: I have a little rubber, um, mini brawler. I don't know if you've seen those. Yeah. But
2: yeah, I, I've seen, I've seen Dan Hausen pick them up in various comic book stores around the the country.
0: I, I bought the Midsummerhausen one. Uh huh. So he's got a, uh, a crown of flowers mm-hmm. and he sits underneath my TV.
2: Oh, that's wonderful! Right, right, I, uh, right next I, to
0: the Fisher Price uh, Josh Allen.
2: I keep meaning to uh, to watch Hereditary and Midsummer. They're but good. Like two nights ago, I was going to start Hereditary. Yeah. And then it was two hours and seven minutes long, so I was like, "Okay, let me look at Midsummer."
0: And, that's and just that was long. like
2: two hours and twenty-eight minutes long. Yeah. So it's like I'm not going to watch either one of these right now because it is midnight.
0: If I'm picking one, it's probably Midsummer.
2: Yeah, Hereditary will fuck your life up. That's uh, I mean I I know enough about it and what happens yeah that I won't be surprised, but like
0: it, it's still fucking harrowing.
2: Yeah, no, I it, it, uh, this is why I don't mind spoilers because it it's not so much like you can read. plot summary on wikipedia it does not tell you what things feel like when they're happening right it's about the it's the journey not the destination
0: yes i'll care just close the door thankfully
2: yeah that sounded like a really interesting fart
0: that was just a door i promise okay
2: Well, we should probably pause here uh, and take a break for station identification so that we can come back and drink two more beers.
0: Yeah, Before we do that, I do want to say this before we get away from movies um, Uh this week on Shudder, because if you're listening Mm -hmm. to this, it's probably Friday. So next weekend, actually, on Shudder, Hellbender comes out um, with my friends in the Adams family, uh, John Adams and Zelda and and. Lulu and and Toby poser, all of them are uh, in that movie. They're awesome people. And they made a fucking great movie. Um, and that'll be on, on shutter this week. I I can't recommend it enough. So watch that, that that's the one you should watch before you get to the Ari Aster movies. Go watch, uh, go watch the Adamses.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely, uh, you know, I, 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 celebrate their whole catalog. um, don't do it. That one where they're yeah. standing out on their balcony, pouring uh, hot oil on yeah. the Christmas carolers. Yep, and that—that's that's a good one. Too. Um, family values. That that one's great. That's even better than the first one. You're the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're great people. They're from not far away. They're just outside of Cooperstown. Um,
2: I like Cooperstown
0: i like the mysticism
2: are they from fly creek no that's just outside of cooperstown
0: sure we'll see okay yes. anyway you wanted to go get it a-
2: i'm gonna say yes and end this
0: conversation <laughs> <laughs> uh. there's an out here and i'm gonna find it goddammit. it yes all right so we'll go do a thing and then you can come do a thing and then we'll eat, drink more beer yes okay bye
2: We have returned from the bar. We did it with. Yes, we did. We, with a third beer. Unprecedented. I think except for the last time when we ended up doing like five.
0: Uh, yeah, we did. Didn't we? We're back on our bullshit where we do way too many beers again, aren't we?
2: Well, but the thing is, at least last time when we did that at Chris Lindstrom's house, <laughs> it was like. Two ounce
0: pours the only one that got shit housed was Chris
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile you and I dumb shits that we are are at least I am doing the full 12 ounce uh, of each bottle
0: I mean yeah
2: and uh, it is it is all come to this um oh fuck me what fuck me running Matt
0: As we would say at home.
2: Somehow I ended up with uh, two black hearteds.
0: Did you really?
2: In my, uh, in my cooler.
0: You're a fucking calamity.
2: Oh, you're a real piece of work. Now I'm trying to do the mental math.
0: Do you have the cold hearted left?
2: Uh, hmm. do you
0: want to take a real pause and see if you've got one?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go take a look and see if I've got one, because I don't think I do.
0: It's very possible we just do three beers at this point.
2: Mm, Give me a sec.
0: Okay, bye. As you can tell, we've done a uh, a tremendous amount of show prep tonight. Uh, We started late. We didn't really do a whole bunch ahead of time. Well, I mean, we barely checked to make sure we had the right beers. So here we sit. Um checking to see if we have the right beer if not we'll probably just do the black ipa and call it a night hopefully he's got the other one because i've already poured the cold hard because we didn't even do the kind of uh what do you call it show prep to say which beers we're going to drink first so we got out of sync on that um it's been a real night it's been something what do you got pachango
2: Okay. So make sure to drop in some uh, girl from Epanema. Uh, yeah, we'll just, just start there with that. And then uh, yeah, so in a move surprising exactly one person, that being me, yeah, I drank all of the cold-hearted. <laughs> 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 at some point I, yeah. at some point between one and three, I lost count
0: it happens probably at two um so i'll just read the blurb here under the frozen lake swims a fish that's different than any we've seen before dry off with centennial to drink cold fermentation this drinkable cold ipa it's crisp and refreshing with all the pine and citrus aroma you'd expect it's not bad being a little cold hearted so i'll take yeah. a sip of that while me kind of rips into that that black ipa um yeah
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll try to think about what I remember of that one. You know what? What's that?
0: It tastes like too hard. It was a lager. Yeah, it tastes a lot like a Jack's Abbey, um, maybe house lager. Mm-hmm. That so if you're if you're scoring at home or if you're scoring alone, congratulations. And I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Let me go get the black was- IPA.
2: Cause this close to uh, Valentine's day, nobody should be scoring alone. Eh. Matt's going to grab the, the black IPA. Yeah, folks, I'm here to tell you uh, cold hearted um, for me. It, it didn't taste all that dissimilar to two hearted, um, maybe a little less hoppy. I drank a couple of them the other night and I woke up with a fairly decent headache. Um, well, I hope that's but other than a- that, it's a nice experience. Black IPA. Black IPA. my God in heaven, it's the best of the best.
0: This Black IPA holds no ire toward lost love. It thrives on it. Remember your ex. take a few sips and then go back to enjoying your day. There's someone else's problem now anyway. Blackhearted, the Black India Pale Ale from our good friends at
2: Bell's. Ah, oh, man this this is the reason for, for, the for the season. Um, this okay. I'm just gonna say it real quick. <laughs> We've only been recording for 37 minutes.
0: This is a land speed
2: record. This is the fastest we have ever done one of these fucking things.
0: And it's too much beer for we four- <laughs> We're on our fourth beer in 37 minutes.
2: We're averaging one beer every 10 minutes. Fuck me. And I, mm, mm, I may have had a springbok before we started recording. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> um...
0: Folks, thanks for sitting through this one, because I'm sure it's very listenable.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing that's bumming me out about this one is uh, this episode really deserves like.
0: <laughs> an actual
2: episode. An actual episode, because <laughs> these are really good beers, folks.
0: They are. They are. Two-Hearted is one of my all-time favorites. I'll, I'll pause while, while we, uh, I'll circle back on that. Like, Two-Hearted's great. Two-hearted. Too hard. Too It is a great beer. You can get it damn near anywhere.
2: I I don't know that I would call it the best beer ever. It's a sight, but it is a great beer.
0: It's a sight better than most things you'd find at a gas station, and it's at every goddamn gas <laughs> it's, station.
2: It's a damn sight better than a lot of the shit we try on this show.
0: No kidding.
2: Um, and. Blackhearted, like I said, reason for the season. When when uh you told me that the, this is the thing, you told me that this was coming out. I did. Uh the the box of farts. Yeah. And
0: shout out to the eat idiots.
2: Yeah. Um, and I I looked at the box and I was like, oh my god, that's a black IPA version of of two hearted. Yeah. And I I, squeed with glee you gleed i gleed i gleeded all over mm. and then i had to clean my pants because you know those protein stains they those are real tough they don't come out right away
0: you know what here's what we're going to do i'm going to i'm going to slug this black hearted ipa
2: i think that you should Oh, she's a beaut. I mean, still, still, Black IPAs, my God, there's not enough of them. That's a
0: good old-fashioned Black IPA.
2: And every single one of them that comes out, I just, it's a special snowflake, and I love it. I love this fucking, oh my God, that that's the... That should be the 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 episode art for this week. You know it's not just, gonna be.
0: Do you know what I just did there? I'll take a picture of it just so you have it.
2: It's a beautiful pour. Um black IPAs are are just just my favorite beer. Every single one of them is great. Like a bad black IPA is still better than most things in my experience so far at least. <laughs> um and this one's a, a pretty solid uh, excuse me folks. This one's a pretty solid example of the style.
0: Wow, well, I just took the most podcaster beer picture ever.
2: Yeah. I'm mean, gonna have to see it at some point
0: I just sent it to you. you that or it's my dick. You'll find out.
2: I'm, I'm waiting to see it, but you've got notifications silenced. <coughs>
0: it's been sent.
2: See? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that, uh, I see it. Yes. Uh, I'm holding my phone up next to the screen. So it's like one of those things. Recursive.
0: <laughs> it's kind of like how you showed me your butt tattoo. <laughs>
2: um, but uh, yeah, black IPAs, man. Oh, they're so fucking good. They're not bad. It's like it's a stout and an IPA, met and had a beautiful baby. And this one, oh, we've got all of those lovely piney notes that you get from a uh, a two-hearted with a nice roasty undercurrent. Like the like the river upon which the two-hearted gets its name.
0: That's where it's from.
2: Oh, I am so happy that this beer has been released. Uh, this is exactly what I needed uh, around this time of year here. I, I mean, honestly, I, I could use this sort of thing all year round, and I wish that they would just do that and that more places would do that. I understand that the style is kind of passe at this point. But I really want it. <laughs> You want it? I want it. Give it to me, Daddy. Mm. Daddy, give me the black 80s. No.
0: Do not like. Do not want <laughs>
2: You <don't. laughs> not not a fan of when I of when I whine and call you daddy.
0: No. No. Why, why would I be?
2: Why wouldn't you be?
0: There's not a human being in
2: the world I enjoy when they do that. But daddy. Ew. <laughs> not even little little man. when He's like, nope. daddy. Mm-mm. Especially him.
0: <laughs> He's been putting some stank on some stuff lately. And oh, boy. You know what I did here, by the way? What, what's that? This is a cuvee.
2: What did you couve it? With the... the,
0: It's a cold and black heart. Ooh. Let's see how it goes.
2: Black and tan, which you keep insisting is offensive.
0: I'm begging you to read a book.
2: Listen, we're white people and we're Irish. (laughs) Like, how am I offended by this? Like... (laughs)
0: I have no, I had zero Irish in me, none. Oh, you don't? Not a bit.
2: Oh well, then I, I guess I'm the one that's not offended. <sighs> Come on, you're you're a, a white cisgendered man. You don't have any Irish blood whatsoever,
0: as far as I know. It's all it's all uh, Welsh, English, Austrian, German
2: listen there's some fucking welsh people and some english people certainly some english people that fucked some irish people
0: i'm sure of it
2: in your heritage is what i'm saying
0: but they don't yeah there was never a a a fruit produced of those loins
2: okay well fine but (laughs) uh
0: we're a barren people mckenneth It's
2: amazing, I'm Irish you're... enough for the both of us, no, is no what kidding. I'm saying. And
0: I, I, by first I, just, name alone. I can't
2: bring myself to be offended by something that, like, Yingling puts out.
0: So, are you Scots Irish?
2: I am Scottish, Irish, and German.
0: Oh man, so how does it feel to be Scotch?
2: Uh, wet because. <laughs> 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 Once again, Scotch is a drink. <laughs> Scottish is a people. Uh, ah.
0: Yeah, so you say.
2: Well, my Kraut Mick friend, let me tell you something.
0: Uh. Uh, you know what? I'm just full.
2: It's a lot of beer to drink. <laughs> like
0: in fucking forty-five minutes?
2: Yeah, we went very fast. This is like,
0: we we did more than a power hour. I'll have you know.
2: Um, 12, 24, 36,
0: right forty eight because I've 40- got four.
2: Yeah, but you didn't drink all of them, did you?
0: I uh, like most. Mm. We're on track for a power hour, inadvertently.
2: I am pretty far behind because I only had three because of my whoopsie with the cold hearted.
0: Uh, still.
2: But I did also have that um springbok, which is one we should do for the show.
0: Folks, I'm very sorry for this episode. It's just a lot of us burping and counting.
2: Yeah, math isn't my strong suit, so even my counting's not very good. Burping sure is. Oh, my burping's great.
0: So yeah, two weeks from now, this will be better. Um,
2: Yeah, uh, we're gonna look back on this and laugh. (laughs) Remember that that time my computer was fucking up really bad, and we had to drink all those beers that we actually liked, but we had to do it in less than an hour because you had to wake up and go to work in six hours. Fuck me. Uh, Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's only ten twenty three. Like,
0: here's to waking up drunk.
2: Uh, snl not even on yet
0: because it's fucking
2: wednesday
0: my guy
2: i understand that man but tomorrow's payday yeah this is the drunk logic that that <coughs> people in college understand
0: i was gonna say what what's up oswego
2: <laughs> but tomorrow's payday man <laughs> like what the fuck does that matter <laughs> it's nothing it's it's nothing but, but tomorrow's – they gave us lunch today, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I may or may not have had all that for dinner as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of did that too, except my dinner happened at like 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And also I only ate about half of the thing because um, – By the time I got to the middle of the chicken farm, it started to get rubbery and I Uh, wasn't sure if that was due to undercooking or overcooking, so I didn't want to chance it.
0: I'm going over all the time with that one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I had three left over and I also had three left over at midday, so I was like, I will just take these home.
2: Mm. So. See, I I actually ordered myself the meatball. Yeah. That was, you know, two thumbs up, actually. Yeah um i i think they might have used some ricotta in there somewhere so that oh. i'm not a huge fan of
0: most definitely because it, it
2: not like inside the meatball or anything but like maybe as uh, a little bit of a topping no it's in there mm. for sure that i was not a huge fan of but the yeah. meatballs themselves tasted tasted quite nice almost like that uh that veal pork and beef uh mixture that you can get at uh Wegman's.
0: yeah it was meatloaf mix
2: yeah which is, that's how you got to do it.
0: Sure. You know what? Throw a little bit of Italian sausage in there, too.
2: Eh. Um, Not a big fan. What? Not a big fan. You're broken. I don't love Italian sausage. You know what, though? This, okay. hap- this is a thing that's happened. Yeah. Since we recorded last time with with notorious vegan... Chris Lindstrom. Notorious Um, (laughs) V.E.G. Notorious V.E.G. Yeah, we also. (laughs) So much has happened since the last time we recorded. The Super Bowl happened.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to talk about that. Super Bowl Um, happened. There were like two giant craft breweries that closed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. Hair of the Dog is done. And then Modern Times has closed like all their locations, but Anaheim and San Diego.
2: Wow! Yeah, you give me a bad name.
0: Was that the whole segment?
2: I guess. Yeah. Great. Um. Yeah. The Super Bowl happened and the Bills weren't in it, so we don't have to drink all those fucking beers. <laughs> Thank
0: Christ! Because like every oh. time I went to the store, there was another two.
2: I know it was getting out of hand. Like Resurgence had, I think, four.
0: Yeah, Community had like another four. Hamburg yeah. had four. If, basically, if you're in Erie County, you made seven Bill's beers this year.
2: Yeah, and then there was like Hamburg mm-hmm. and uh, Thin Man, and <laughs> like it was out of hand. Yeah. Um,
0: froth did that one that looked like fucking Windex. Yeah, which isn't that different than what they usually do.
2: And that's not even including like the Labatt Seltzer, the QB One Seltzer.
0: I still have a giant can of that in the fridge that Kara hasn't drunk. Uh drank, drunken. I don't
2: want it. Um uh, what was I saying? Oh um something happened. What what happened? Oh I I tried plant plant burger. Plant burger good. Plant burger is really good, man. Yeah, plant burger good. Plant burger good. Impossible so, burger, right? Yeah, I I had impossible uh, very good a trash plate from Charlie's in Webster, which according to the uh, trash plate review or sorry garbage plate reviews at, at <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm drunk enough where I'm yelling things <laughs> at at garbage plate reviews on Instagram. According to at Garbage Plate Reviews on Instagram, Charlie's, Charlie's <laughs> <laughs> Trash Plate is the best one in Rochester. Jesus
0: Christ, you're a fucking disaster.
2: They do a garbage plate with Impossible Burger Meat.
0: Yeah, it, it's got to be great because Impossible Burgers are delicious.
2: It was fantastic. Can I tell you, I like, okay, part of the reason I that you I permission. don't. What you can tell me. Okay. I give you permission. I, I just, I don't want you to tell anybody else. Mm. I'm a very private person. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Just say it. So that just between you and in me, front of you. just between you and me, I have a thing about textures with food. You don't say I, I do say it's why I don't like most fruits. It's why I don't like most vegetables. It's why I love meat. Because meat has great textures.
0: Isolating that.
2: <laughs> uh, but um, so I was very like I've I've impossible meat has been around for what, like a year and a half, two years at this point. You're probably somewhere in there, somewhere in there. Um, I've put off and put off and put off trying it because I was so worried that the texture was going to be off. Now they nail it. They nailed the texture even more than the flavor. And the flavor's pretty on point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I don't know. My uh when Burger King started selling the impossible Whopper, like my brother would start buying it, and he would say, like, yeah, no, it's it's pretty close. And like, I was just like, Yeah, okay, whatever. Your brother's right. No, my brother's fucking on point. Like, yeah. Impossible meat is really fucking close to actual meat. Like there was a, by the time I finished uh, eating my trash plate, like, I don't know. I started to kind of taste like a little bit of artificiality in the flavor, Mm -hmm. but it was close enough. It was close enough. And you know what? If it's close enough, isn't that worth it?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Especially yeah. for those that haven't had like a real garbage plate in
2: years. I know. Like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy for your brother that he gets to enjoy something so wonderful.
0: Yeah, because there's been as, a lot of like...
2: as a As the best trash plate in Rochester. <laughs> and I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a I shoot because Charlie's is great. Me. Charlie's is the best fucking plate in town. And it, it it's not so much that like their hot sauce is great, which it is. It is. It's not that their burgers are, you know, <laughs> burgery, which they are. Indeed. It's not that their cheese is so gooey and delicious, which it is. Charlie's has like the best customization options of any burger joint in rochester yeah you can make your trash plate out of pretty much anything you want to there like you can fuck a cronut into it they, they don't care
0: yeah it's true
2: um
0: they also have the big bucket of pickles
2: <laughs> they do have a big bucket of pickles they've got the the logan berry on tap which um key
0: Loganberry on ab- tap is key
2: absolutely um but in all seriousness, like like you can no get your no trash- no
0: no 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 run that back. There was no jokes about the the Loganberry on tap being key.
2: No, I, I was more referencing the fact that I said "fuck a cronut" into it, that, which is a callback to like episode three or four.
0: That was a good deep cut.
2: Um, <laughs> did you just snort a cronut? What the fuck was that? I, I'm my nose is running a little bit because it's winter. <laughs> and i'm doing lots of cocaine
0: (laughs) you're just over there blowing rails now that you've put down like (laughs) fucking six beers Um, in eight minutes (laughs)
2: um what was i saying who knows so you can get it with uh italian sausage you can get a hot dog you can get a white hot which is a rochester thing i've never tried one i think they sound gross it's a rochester Um, thing what's that
0: it's a rochester thing
2: it is a Rochester thing. Um, burger, cheeseburger, chicken tenders.
0: White hats are good, by the way.
2: I have to try one again at some point. Like I don't know, they always creep me out when I was a kid. Why? Because
0: they look like zombie dicks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: There's no I hadn't end. seen a
2: zombie movie at that point, but There's I was no still end. like, that looks like a dead man's dick. <laughs> Like that looks like a dead man's cock uh, and I don't want to put a dead man's cock in my mouth. Only live ones. Oh, yeah. Just the live ones. Like,
0: <laughs> it's good to have standards.
2: <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: We're in the sweet spot. Um, We're in Mr. Leahy's spot right past the click.
2: Uh, What did you say? Right past the clit?
0: No. (laughs) Fucking animal.
2: Listen, there's nothing I enjoy more than right past the clit.
0: Okay, flagging again. All right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Now I have to edit this thing. I was just going to put it up as is. Now I got to like fucking do work.
2: Oh, God. You can't. You can never do that.
0: Yeah, I know. You fuck it up for me.
2: Um. But, you know, those those uh, those ladybugs, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um. But all of that to say, the the fucking the fucking impossible burger trash plate at Charlie's is very good. If oh you're in God. Rochester, uh, give it a try. We're still talking, talking about Charlie's. You will not regret it. You'll regret this. And you know what I, I not that. What what? 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 Nothing. Oh goodness gracious me. Here's what I appreciate about Charlie's man.
0: What do you appreciate about Charlie's?
2: I placed an order for uh that trash plate.
0: Uh-huh.
2: As you do. With um tater tots, uh-huh. macaroni and cheese. This
0: isn't even a trash
2: plate anymore. Yes, it is. This is nonsense. No, it isn't. Here's the thing for a person who hates mayo, which I am one, who puts mayonnaise on a garbage plate? Anyone who eats it with mac salad, you fucking moron. Come on. Mac salad is disgusting because it has mayo, which is revolting. Mm. So you sub that out for mac and cheese. All of a sudden you've got a pasta dish which is delicious. <laughs> so
0: fucking kid cuisine garbage plate, go ahead.
2: Suck my fucking cock. Um Mac and cheese. Mac uh, Tater Tots, their home fries are excellent. They just don't travel well is the problem. If you're going to eat there, their home fries, they're seasoned, they're delicious. Absolutely, 100% of the time, order it with the home fries. But if you are traveling even five minutes up the road, which I am, get it with the Tater Tots. Okay. Then the Impossible Burger. And then... I ordered the meat hot sauce, the ketchup and the mustard. I'm I'm driving home. I I'm I'm driving home on uh, I think it was 590 or no, 390 at that point. And I see a call come up on my phone and I don't recognize the number so I let it go to voicemail. And it did and then I pick up my phone and it's like, hi, this is Charlie's calling. Can you give us a call, please? And like, I call him back and they're like, yeah, um, this is Charlie's and uh, you, you ordered the trash plate with uh, the Impossible Burger, but you got the meat hot sauce. Did, did you want the vegetarian hot sauce? I'm like, no, I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> I just wanted to try the Impossible Burger. So I appreciate that they took the time out of their day to check.
0: You broke the people at
2: Charlie's with your order. I did.
0: Uh, Did they also say macaroni and cheese? What the fuck? Mac.
2: This is the thing. Okay, I understand people who would want it with uh, mac salad because it's a cold dish, right?
0: Can I? If you were at either tahoe's
2: location you would end up dead but this is the thing fuck nick tahoe's oh my god (laughs) no literally every other place i order it with just double home fries because i'm not gonna fuck around with uh mac salad I, i can't stand it it's disgusting i hate it
0: cheeseburg plate mac salad home fry everything but onion
2: Well, you're doing it wrong because you didn't get the onion in it. Like,
0: no, because the onion make you shit your pants.
2: But here's the thing: like, we give Rhett and Link shit because on their episode of Good Mythical Morning, motherfucker. What? Who's we? The royal we, not you. I know you don't watch that shit, but people gave them people from Rochester gave them shit because they had bad information about what makes a trash plate a trash plate. Yeah. So they're like Italian sausage and ham. Like, ham? Nobody, here, nobody here does that shit.
0: Where the fuck did ham come from in this I don't equation? fucking
2: know. But... Ham is incorrect. Italian? Ham is 100% incorrect.
0: Italian sausage I could get behind, I think.
2: I, I can see that happening. It, it It is a customization option at... Charlie's, so I, I will allow it because Charlie's has the best plate in town.
0: I had a friend that would get the fish plate, uh huh, and the egg plate. Hmm. He was a power lifter. He loved the egg plate.
2: <laughs> so I mean, is that what like scrambled eggs on top of home fries with hot sauce? Fried eggs and uh, okay,
0: fried egg, home fry, mac salad, hot sauce. <sighs> I'm not mad at that.
2: I'll allow it. I, I don't like fried eggs.
0: Are you not a yolk guy? Is that a texture thing for you?
2: I don't like eggs. I don't like the taste. I don't like the texture. The only good God.
0: Are you one of those like eggs taste like snot guys?
2: I don't. I just don't care for eggs. There's only one circumstance in which I enjoy eggs. In a cake fried rice.
0: Okay
2: i i don't count um like like breads and stuff
0: that's just scrambled eggs my guy
2: i understand that but it's incorporated in a dish in such a way that i don't taste or have to feel the egg
0: so let me ask you this like corned beef corned beef hash Mm -hmm.
2: i don't eat it because i don't like salty meats uh i don't like corned beef i don't like ham
0: you don't like i i knew about the bacon thing i didn't know that it it extended into corned beef and ham
2: can't stand them uh they're yeah revolting
0: that shocks me how come
2: i just i don't it's so salty is it just too much flavor No, I just don't care for it. Like, I mean, I I ate ham as a kid and stuff, but as I got older, I was just like, ugh, I don't enjoy this. Why am I doing this to myself? Hmm. Like, I prefer meat to taste like meat. I don't need it to taste like it's been sitting in brine for six years.
0: So are you so sausages? How do you do sausages? Like, are you a Polish sausage guy?
2: Polish sausage? Yeah. Yeah, I'll fuck with a Polish sausage.
0: Italian sausage, you said not so much.
2: Yeah, but that's that's more or less because there's too much of a pepper taste to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I, I like the heat of a pepper. This is something we've talked about a lot on the show. I like the heat of a pepper. I don't like the taste of a pepper. So if something has like a strong taste of like a green or a red pepper, I'm not fucking with it that much, but I, I love the heat of a pepper.
0: I've never had an Italian sausage taste like a green or red pepper in my life.
2: I, I, there's it's, also like that liquid smoke type of I, I don't know. There's in, something very pungent about the taste sausage. of an Italian sausage to me and I can't I can't truck with that. Huh. I can't do it. I just don't huh. like it.
0: German sausages. Where do you come down on
2: those? Uh, like a Brockwurst or a Knockwurst? Yeah, sure. We'll go there. Um... I don't know. I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Like, okay. So, is is a is a hot dog really like a bratwurst?
0: No, a hot no. dog is a frankenfurter. Okay. A bratwurst is well, a little bit more mild. It, it's closer to a uh, closer to closer to a white hot, I guess.
1: Hmm.
2: I, <laughs> I've probably not had one of those then. Um, a white hot, hot is actually bratwurst like at. I had a knockwurst at King Arthur's in Oswego before I graduated. It's gone now, that restaurant, which yeah. is too bad because I also had like a half pound burger there that was really, or maybe it was a full pound.
0: So it was a knockwurst, I assume.
2: Well, I had the knockwurst there and that was very good. I enjoyed that immensely. It wasn't overly flavorful. Yeah. Um.
0: So it wasn't the best, but it, it, it was a worst.
2: <laughs> you son of a bitch.
0: I got it. I gotcha. Someday I'm going to have to take you down to Swan Market and we'll get a, a German sampler and you can try some, some different sausages, some different, uh, side dishes. And, uh, but I
2: mean, like I grew up on like kill bosses and stuff, so I, I enjoy that. that. Yeah. Um, I just, I've never really cared for Italian sausage, breakfast sausage, like a Jimmy Dean and shit. Like, uh, you yeah, know, that's fine. I love it. Of course you do i i will i'll spend an in i'll spend an obscene amount of money at uh mcdonald's for a breakfast sandwich how oh. seven
0: i feel like it's like two sausage egg mcmuffins and then you shit your pants
2: no what i get is uh <laughs> no it's like no. four <laughs> No, I, <laughs> what did you say? What? I
0: said, no, it's like four.
2: No. Um, no, I just get a sausage biscuit with cheese and call it a day. Mm. Uh, it'll be like two sausage biscuits with cheese. Okay. A chicken McGriddle. Yeah. Ash brown and an orange juice. All
0: right. keeping it healthy, the orange juice. Yeah,
2: exactly. You know, but the thing is with orange juice, like I'll buy a gallon of orange juice and drink it in a day. So it's not healthy. It's causing diabetes. Yeah.
0: Also heartburn. Yeah. That's way too much acid.
2: Actually, you know what? Not so much, but what does the juice that does give me heartburn is cranberry juice, which I also love. And I have some in the fridge, but I haven't drank any in a while.
0: Huh? Well, that's interesting
2: i love cranberry juice
0: yeah just straight
2: oh god yeah give it to me just fucking pump it into my veins man you're not making like, like a love sea
0: breeze or anything juice. out of it you're just taking out cranberry juice
2: i just love cranberry juice i mean don't are- get me wrong i i love a cran grape are you a 58 year old woman with a uti i i 100 all uh, of the time makes sense Like, you know, it's, it's itchy. It's painful. Just like make this pussy feel good. See, this is where you go over the line. This is where it gets inappropriate. This is where I have to hit the flag button
0: again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So have you seen that McDonald's hack menu?
2: (laughs) yes
0: do you know how fucking stupid that is
2: how stupid you buy all the shit and we'll give it to you and then you put it together like how stupid is that yeah pretty stupid
0: i saw somebody do it like they put up a video which is exactly what mcdonald's wanted you to do and they were like oh i got the the sausage egg mcmuffin breakfast hack and it's a sausage egg mcmuffin and a hash brown Oh, did you get a cup of coffee with that? That's just the combo, you dickhead.
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) When I buy my two sausage biscuits with cheese and a hash brown and an orange juice and a chicken McGriddle, you want to know what I'm doing is that second sausage biscuit with cheese. I'm putting the hash brown on the bottom of that. And then I'm eating it.
0: See, here's the thing. The hash brown at McDonald's is too greasy for me.
2: It is, it, it, it is very greasy. I can't do but it. But it does taste good.
0: That's where I end up with Ajita all day long, if I do that. Um, Egg McMuffin is where it's at. Sausage McMuffin at a push.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't like eggs, Matt. I do like an English muffin, though. Like If I'm going to... If my wife is like, go to oh, Dunkin' right. and get us some breakfast sandwiches. I'm 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 fucking with an English muffin.
0: Yeah, see croissant for me at the Dunk.
2: I I do I do like the having the option to get a croissant. And um, I don't know. I feel like Jess thinks I like the croissant more. So like, if she goes by herself and orders for me, like she gets the croissant. Yeah. But every time she does, I'm just like, kind of wish it was an English muffin.
0: See, I've had people get me uh, breakfast sandwiches before and they always put it on a croissant because they think I'm like, yeah, I'm a croissant guy. I'm a hard roll guy.
2: Yeah. For no, a breakfast I, I sandwich, it's I hard. know that about you and I think it's fucked up. Yeah. Hard roll like, over
0: everything for breakfast sandwiches.
2: <laughs> How is that fucked up? I have never had. Well, no. Okay, this is the thing. Until I heard you say something about putting a breakfast sandwich on a DePaulo roll, yeah, I had it had never even crossed my mind. Oh, dude! But then you, after after Birds of Prey came out, yeah, you you went on this rant on Anomaly Presents about yeah. how the best fucking breakfast sandwiches are on a DePaulo roll.
0: Yeah, it's got to be like a Kaiser roll.
2: And I'm like, no, it's either a a Southern biscuit or an English muffin. And you're like, no, DePaulo roll. And don't get me wrong. I fucking like I I will not make hamburgers unless I have a DePaulo roll to put them on. Have you
0: tried a breakfast sandwich on a hard roll?
2: This is what I was getting to, Matthew. Uh,
0: Cut to the chase.
2: So after you said that, yeah. I put some Jimmy Dean sausages and some cheese uh-huh. on a DePaulo roll. It is pretty good. There you go. See? I, I should say I also, you know, I cut it and I uh, buttered it and I fried mm. that on the, on the skillet
0: mm-hmm.
2: to toast it up a bit. Delightful.
0: Throw in an oven at 350 for about five minutes. So it, it toasts all the way around. You cut it up. It's nice and crispy on the top. Sometimes if you order it out, they'll put it in the 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 aluminum foil. It'll steam in there.
2: Mm-hmm. So then
0: you get the crispy and the steamed. Oh, dude.
2: Yeah. Well, see, I I did it on the 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 skillet because then the uh, the bread in the middle gets all nice and soft the bread that's right up against the, uh, right. the surface of the skillet gets toasted. Right. And, and you still get the, the nice hard tooth on the, the, the top part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the top part, the, the super technical term.
0: Yeah. That is how it's called. I believe professional bakers um, will tell you.
2: But without it, like you know, burning the top or right. or anything like that. I mean, uh, or, or toasting it too much because uh, I, I, uh, there's nothing n- nicer to me than a, a nice Apollo roll. I love a Apollo roll.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, a nice hard roll in general. Is excellent, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah,
2: like, and that's the thing you you point out the 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 hard roll versus me continuing to say to roll like that means anything to anyone who's right. not from Rochester. I
0: mean, hard roll doesn't really make it much further than Buffalo. I'm pretty sure, but still, yeah, you know, you throw a nice hard roll. Here's what I'm going to tell you: you throw a nice hard roll in the oven, again, 350, about five minutes. Cut that some bitch up. Put some peanut butter and jelly on it. You're eating like a king.
2: Mm. I I fucking love a hard roll, yeah, especially from Depalos. See,
0: back in the day, Tops used to make really good ones. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah.
2: Mm. But I love that I can just walk into Wegman's and get a Pal- uh, a six pack of Depalos rolls.
0: Yeah. No, I I just bought them the other day. If I'm if I'm making sausages, it's Depalos yeah. rolls, and I throw them in the oven, toast them up, cut them up. Mm-hmm. They're great,
2: hundred percent of the time. Yep. And the problem is, like, there's only four people in my house. Only two people in my house eat DePaulo rolls. So it's like, there's always going to be two that end up getting thrown out. But I will gladly pay that $3.99 for that six pack um, to just have a, a wonderful experience eating some some bread.
0: I'm going to ask you a question. And it's an What's important that? question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've been in your kitchen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have uh, what's called a freezer. Yeah. Chuck them some bitches in the freezer.
2: Here's the thing. Bread that goes into the freezer, it doesn't come out as bread.
0: This is why you have an oven, my guy.
2: Matt, like, I understand what you're saying. Right, okay, cl- I, I do.
0: I, I'm sure Chris will co me on this. <sighs>
2: I would be interested to hear what he says. Because part of me thinks that maybe he's on the same page as you, but part of me thinks that he's he would say that you're wrong.
0: So yeah, yeah, I'd love to see to hear. Because Stromy is our our food guru. I stand by the fact that if you throw rolls in the, the freezer, you you pull them out, you thaw them out, you throw them in the oven. Again, 350, five minutes, seven minutes if they're frozen.
2: It's a brand new. You're, you're, you're saying it's a miracle of science that that bread goes into a freezer. Uh huh. Ice crystals form and and break up all of the cells.
0: The cells are so goddamn big. The ice crystals aren't going to bother.
2: And then you take take bread out of the freezer, put it uh-huh. on counter, right? It thaw. Uh huh. And it's. Okay, but then you put it in an oven, all of a sudden, awesome?
0: Brand new. Uh, it is a scientific fact. Scientific fact. Shirley Correher said it, and it's fucking true. If you put stale bread in an oven, not like stale, stale, like rock hard, like crouton bread, but if it's a day old, you throw it in the oven, 350, 375, about five minutes, take it back out. It's brand new bread. Brand new bread. Out. In, in the words of John Popper, on this you can rely.
2: <laughs> in the words of Cole Phelps, X.
0: <laughs> we stopped drinking an hour ago.
2: <laughs> you just stopped drinking. I did not. No, that's not true. I'm on number five. In, how it is it at an hour and 20 now?
0: Because we've talked about bread for fucking an hour.
2: Now I'm done drinking.
0: Cool. Oh, All the I beers
2: that I brought upstairs, I drank them.
0: I guess that's the end of the
2: show. I guess so. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Do you have anything that you wanted to plug? Uh,
0: as a matter of fact, I think I might. Hmm.
2: Uh, you know what I saw on Instagram recently, or no, I'm sorry. I saw it on Twitter. You know what what I saw on Twitter recently? What? That the Anomaly Film Fest is coming back for a fourth, fourth year.
0: That's right. We are coming back for a fourth year. That's November 3rd through the 6th. Uh, of the year of our Lord twenty twenty two, at the Little Theater, and oh, I can't say that yet, but it should be no surprise to anybody that we're at the Little. Um, I'll cut that probably, probably mm. not. Um, so that's happening in November. Uh, let's see, other cool stuff happening. Uh, next weekend we have a Candyman double feature. Uh, Saturday February twenty sixth. We're showing Candyman 1992, the Tony Todd classic, and then showing the new Candyman from uh, last year, all together in conjunction with our good friends from Fright Rags and uh, our our good friends from Saturday Night Rewind. That is Saturday, February 26th. It's a double feature. You know how much you would pay for a, a, a ticket to both of those films? So here's the thing. For the double feature, $17 a ticket. You can see what? both films. $17 a ticket. So that's the Candyman double feature. That's coming up at the Little Theater in Rochester, New York on February 26th, 7 p.m. That's Candyman 92, 9 30 p.m. Candyman 2021. If you know Saturday Night Rewind, if you know Anomaly, you know there'll be shenanigans. We have all sorts of fun shit planned. Um, come out and check it out. It'll be fun. Also, um uh I'm dead now. Hmm? Um, no, this, this is one of the first showings that, um, that the little will have where, uh, beer is involved. Ooh. Cause, uh, New York state said you can do that now. That's wonderful news. So if you sit in the theater, you can enjoy a beer.
2: Imagine a day where you can drink beer, watch a movie and eat some edible weed.
0: That's coming soon.
2: I don't Coming know if you want to get to a theater near you.
0: I don't know if you want to get cross faded in a movie, but if you do, the Anomaly Film Festival, uh, November 3rd through the 6th, is uh, the film festival for you.
2: Um, I guess I should probably plug our socials and shit, huh?
0: That's at Dreaded Band on Twitter. That's at McKenneth Blue on Twitter. That's at Beer Reviewed JNL on Twitter.
2: Yeah. You're doing um, good so far. Keep going.
0: At Beer Review Journal on Instagram,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, on Orchid, it's at McKenneth uh, T Blue. Um,
2: uh, I don't know what that one is on
0: MySpace. It's uh, X McKenneth X sixty nine
2: Um. <laughs> It's at sure. McKenneth Blue on LinkedIn if you're looking for someone with like a decade of le- leadership experience. Um, Although he makes uh, no case for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, you did that one. You did that one. We're both at Dreaded Matt and at McKenneth Blue on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't do that one. Oh, yeah. You, you, you said the Instagram, but not the Twitter part.
0: Oh, OK. I'm not good at this.
2: Um, we are a proud member of the Lunch Door Podcast Network, so that's at Lunch Door Pod on Twitter, at Lunch Door Podcasts on Instagram. That's right. Um, thanks as always to Erling for the use of our song, I Feel Good, as the intro and outro of our show.
0: Oh, hey, can I run through the litany of podcasts that we have on the Lunch Door Network real quick?
2: <sighs> I guess so.
0: We've got Food About Town, we've got Beer Review Journal, we've got Anomaly Presents, we've got Mimosas with My Besties, we've got uh, the Interstate Wrestling Podcast, we've got Mind of Magnus, Uh, we've got uh, Caleb versus Self.
2: We've got some new stuff coming down the pipe that you're going to be very excited to hear about.
0: We've got a martial arts movie podcast coming soon.
2: We've got maybe a... a (laughs) You can't have a a, uh, a podcast network without having an actual play D and D podcast.
0: That's right. And that might be coming soon too.
2: That might be coming soon too. So pop stay tuned for more.
0: That's right. Popcorn and punches is coming soon. That's our, uh, martial arts podcast with the, uh, the really fun and talented Michael Huntone, uh, along with a, a cast of hundreds. Um, and the, the real play D and D podcast. Is that what you called it? But also with Michael and, uh,
2: and possibly McKenneth. And, and and maybe me, and maybe my my friend Brian. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call a shot here and say that we're calling it icosahedron, which is what I called uh, the pot, the fake podcast that I, was never released when I was DM for uh, Brian and my friend Ben.
0: I kind of like it. I think that's good.
2: Any whoozles um, from all of us here at the Beer Reviewed Journal, we wish you are the very best um, get vaccinated for things and try everything.
0: Even multiple vaccinations and a box full of variety beers from bells.
2: It, it's called box of hearts, but we've been saying box of farts. I actually, call, I, I, I called this funny.
0: I called this on our, our podcast thing, just the fart
2: box. <laughs> fart box. Okay. Well, from now on, Okay. Love each other and and be good to one another.
0: Yeah, we love you. Love each other, too. Bye.
2: I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have
1: enjoyed. Cheerio!